welcome the Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. We are a New Thought spiritual community in Rhode Island that's dedicated to practical spirituality and activities that can empower you to create a life of abundance, health, joy, and meaning. As you listen to this recording of a recent talk given at the center, please know that wherever you are on your spiritual path, we are knowing God's highest and best for you. And so each month we've been exploring different topics to support us in being that, being that which we already are. And this month it's vulnerability, the power that it has for us to live our lives out loud. Now what we've talked about Throughout this month, we have examined the nature of vulnerability. We have talked about what it is, what it isn't, the benefits of it, the benefits that it brings to us and how it empowers us to live out loud. Last week, we talked about some of the barriers, what can stop us in our tracks. Does anyone remember any of the barriers from last week? There were three that I offered. Fear, that was a a big one uncertainty, not the not knowing. And then what was the last one? Comparison. Comparison. Woo, someone must be taking notes. I love that. Love it. But if you weren't there, if you haven't been here any time this month, let me offer you a definition that we've been working with. You know, from Brene Brown, one of my favorites, one of my favorite authors, because she just speaks to my heart. How many of you resonate? And oh yeah, Brene Brown. Oh, the, the, the gifts of imperfection, daring greatly, <laughs> the atlas of the heart. The list goes on of all the ways that she can speak to us. Her specialties in shame resilience, and shame is something that we all have and we all experience. And so knowing and being empowered to rise above that, how could that person not be your friend? But she offers this definition of vulnerability, that vulnerability is a state of emotional exposure that comes with a certain degree of uncertainty. It involves a person's willingness to accept the emotional risk that comes from being open and willing to love and to be loved. Yet in that risk, in that uncertainty, vulnerability to be vulnerable can feel challenging at times because it requires us to open up. It requires us to drop the shields. It requires us to, as I've talked about my little dog, you know, to roll over and let her belly be seen. (laughs) It requires us to be open to all the experiences of life the good ones and the bad ones. That's where the challenge comes in. Because it's easy to let your light shine in in the safe spaces, but in those other places where we're uncertain and it may feel risky, that's where the challenge comes in. But shrinking back keeps us small. It keeps us small. So today we're going to be discussing vulnerability on an individual level. What is it that we can do? What, so how can we support ourselves in being vulnerable and uncovering that and, and letting it out? You know, our, 
Our founder, Dr. Ernest Holmes, he writes that every person is an outlet and an inlet and outlet to God. The flow of creative life is from an invisible center outward. And those who follow their individual stream back to its source have found an ocean of life in which they are immersed. This universal spirit in which they live, move, and have their being. You see, we come together each week, and this is a center for spiritual living. We approach this topic of vulnerability, not, I mean, we, meant, we talked about bravery. Bravery isn't about making yourself do something. But when we are, from a spiritual perspective, taking our individual life and finding our way back to our source and remembering who we are truly, that we are connected to that one life. That one life is here. It empowers us to be vulnerable. And so we come together to remind ourselves that there is something larger than we are that is in us and through us, and it is here supporting us and guiding us and directing us to be vulnerable even in those times that are challenging. You know, as we explore today specifically the theme of letting go and letting in, I want us to remember these words. You know, yesterday at our prayer workshop, our form of prayer is all about connecting back to source and identifying with that larger life, knowing that that thing in us, that is that authentic self is larger than the circumstances. And from that knowing, we can be vulnerable. So today, as we explore vulnerability from our own experience, I'm going to highlight a few things. Self-reflection. Allowing and, and opening the parts of ourself to our own willingness to be vulnerable with ourselves and those around us. Opening ourselves up. But first, I want to tell you a little story. You know, there was once a caterpillar. There was this caterpillar who was content to crawl around on the ground and, and to eat leaves all day long. What a wonderful life for this little caterpillar. There was leaves everywhere he, um, they crawled. But one day, a dream began to emerge within this, this caterpillar to be a butterfly and a fly. There was something in it that called it forward, called it forward to be, to step into that larger being that was within it. Now, at first, the caterpillar was afraid. The caterpillar did not know what this larger life looked like. This caterpillar was uncertain. How do I make my way there into where it was no longer crawling on twigs and branches and on the ground, but to fly in the sky with wings? What wings? I have no wings. But the dream called. The dream called. And even afraid, afraid of the unknown, even in its uncertainty, it began to take steps 
as it was led, as, as it was guided to begin to do for itself what felt natural. It began to live its life out loud. It began to open itself for transformation. And so this caterpillar spun itself into a chrysalis and waited. The caterpillar couldn't make itself into a butterfly. But the caterpillar allowed itself to be vulnerable where it was at at every stage, even in the uncertainty. And then finally, after a long, difficult process, I mean, basically the caterpillar dissolving into goo, this, cater this caterpillar emerged as a butterfly and it began to fly and explore new horizons. It realized, looking back, that as it let go of its old identity, as it had stepped out of its safety and uncertainty, into the unknown, it was only then that it began, it, that it was able to fly into those new horizons. You see, when we are willing, in the Course in Miracles, it says that willingness is salvation. When we can be at least willing to start there, to release patterns that have kept us stuck, to at least start with being willing to be vulnerable, to be willing to, to that something. Last week I gave the quote from Holmes that says there's that something within us that, that is calling us forward, that, that has never been touched by anything that we've ever said or done. It is here and it's waiting to be known if we are willing to allow our authentic self, that something, God in us, as us, will be guided, will be guided to eventually where we can soar into greater new horizons. Now, how can, what can we do to support ourselves in that willingness to step into a new life, to let go and let in? Well, the first, the first thing that we can do is to practice self-awareness. Self-awareness. You know, another one of our values here is, is personal growth, is growth. I'm going to refer to that again in just a moment. I gave you a little, I gave you the third one. I'm giving you up right here too. But in our practices, in our practices, our contemplative practices of journaling, of meditation, of spiritual study, these practices allow us to look within as to who are we? Who are we being? Is there something, is there a way to this path that like the butterfly, the caterpillar becoming a butterfly, are there steps that are open before me but without awareness of where we're at, who we are, what we're experiencing in this moment, then it's not possible for us to let it out. Meditation, journaling, reading, learning from others, even 
sacred conversations. Sacred conversations with trusted friends, practitioners, ministers, therapists. I highly recommend therapy. <laughs> it's not one of our spiritual practice listed per se. It should be though. As we do this, as we take the time to, to examine what's within us, that dream that is within us that is wanting to be known, asking ourselves, you know, I think it was last year that I began asking the questions. It might have been the year before, but whenever it was, what am I feeling? What am I feeling? What am I feeling? What am I feeling in my body? What am I feeling emotionally? What do I need? In this situation, what do I need in order to soothe myself, to feel good, or to step into this next level of becoming? What do I want out of this situation? What's important to me? What are my values in this, this situation? Do you see all of these questions and inquiries support us in self-awareness without understanding who we are? How can we ever step into who we are here to become? The second gift or, pra or practice to support us in our own evolution and transformation is to be present in the moment. Whew. Now this one can be a difficult one because our minds automatically, anytime we run into something, our minds bring to us just so quickly, so effortlessly of, of, this is like when, I remember when, this is what we did before, or it can run to the future, instead, instead of the past, it can also run to the future and go, and we can, oh, especially the, the smart ones, you know, they say ignorance is bliss. Well, the intelligent ones seem to be the most effective or, or most efficient at finding all the ways that things can go wrong. To worry about it. What you got to watch out for. But see, if we're keeping our attention on the past or even anticipating what happens in the future, we're not, we're not even in the present moment to be open to what is wanting to be revealed. What in us is wanting to be heard or to be said in this, this moment? I mean, I, I can speak for myself. There have been many times where people have said things and they are or beginning to say things to me. I might not even let them finish their sentence, but I've heard something like that before. That tone, that attitude, I've, I've, I've picked up on this before and I'm triggered. And I'm reacting to them here in my present moment, and it's not even them. I'm actually replaying something from my past. Can anyone relate to this? You don't have to raise your hands, but can anyone relate to this? See, by being present and practicing present moment awareness and meditation, mindfulness is helpful. This, you see, you keep practicing, and then, and then it's... It, if you keep practicing, especially in those times you need it, if you've practiced, then you're ready for it. Right? Just, so just keep practicing. You don't, have to get, you don't have to be good at it. Just keep practicing. So you have that 
ability to be present. When we're present in this moment, then we withdraw energy, our awareness from the past. We draw energy and our awareness from the future, and then we're able then to step into who we're called to be in that moment. We can be vulnerable with ourselves. We can be vulnerable with others. Because if living in the past, living in the future, guilt or worry, that keeps us on guard. You can't be vulnerable if you're feeling guilty. If you feel guilty, then you deserve to be punished. Whether that's true or not, that's what's up for you. If you're worried, then you're on guard. You can't be vulnerable. If we're going to be vulnerable, do you see? Present moment. Live in the now. The third thing that we need to cultivate is a growth mindset. And this is why I said I gave away. Growth is one of our values here. Having a mindset around growth. Now, what does that mean? If what is in front of me is everything necessary for me to, this is, this is what it looks like while it's working out. This is what is going on in this present moment. This is what it looks like while it's working out. If I have a mindset where I am approaching this present moment with curiosity, this is here to serve me. This is here to help me grow. Oh, but you might fail. Oh, okay. thank you for sharing. But it can also set me up for my next highest good. This can be here. Oh, but I might fail. Yeah, and you know what? When I was a baby, I failed many times. I, I tried walking and I kept falling down. But guess what? I kept getting back up. A growth mindset. A growth mindset is where we see challenges as opportunities. Having a cultivating this attitude of, of growth. How is this here to serve me? Empowers me to be willing to take risk. It empowers me to, even in the face of uncertainty, and isn't that what vulnerability, do you know vulnerability is all about embracing uncertainty? Having a mindset of that, what's here in this moment is here providing me, it's, oh, it's showing me where, where I'm bumping up against my limits. It's showing me my green growing edge. This here, oh, it's hard, it's difficult. Yes, and if I have a mindset that I am here, I am here in a chrysalis awaiting to emerge as a butterfly as a result of this. This is here that is going to crack me open. Different mindset, isn't it? As we have a growth mindset, we become more willing to take chances and embrace the possibility of failure, recognizing that it's through our failures that we actually grow. It's how we learn to walk. Keep falling forward. 
Now, this whole process of letting go, letting go of, of the, the past, letting go of the future, being present here, letting go of what other people's ideas and, and, and coming into my own self-awareness, letting go of the, the fear of, of, of risk, the rear fear of failure by having a growth consciousness. It's not a one-time event. You don't get a certificate like you do in our classes. It's not like a degree you can hang on the wall and say, I've done it. I tell this every time this comes up. I just, you know, I was talking to someone and we were discussing forgiveness because this reminds me of forgiveness. It's never a one-time thing. It's a daily practice. It's like brushing your teeth. You do it every day. I hope so. But I spoke to someone and they said, oh, I've done my forgiveness work. I've done my forgiveness work, period. There was a period at the end of that sentence. I waited and, oh, you have. Here, let me take you out to the pool and see if you can walk on water. <laughs> this whole process of, of being vulnerable and doing our own inner work, it's, it is a continuous journey and it requires practice, like I said. It requires patience. Because, oh, just like learning how to walk, we're going to fall. We're not always going to do it the way that we set out to do it. Our attempts to be vulnerable with someone else, the words may not come out the way that we expected or wanted them to or had intended them to do. We may not get the reaction or the response that we wanted from them. Persistence is called for. My mother used to say over and over again, I guess because she needed to, if at first you don't succeed. Oh, good. I guess my mother told you that too. But you know what? The rewards of letting go, the rewards of this practice, the rewards of being an inlet and outlet of that power, that something, our authentic self, God in us, through us, as us, letting it out, it is worth it. It's worth it. And I'll tell you why it's worth it. Because it means living our lives. It means living our lives. It means letting the music that's in us out. Millions and millions of people are living lives of quiet desperation and just waiting, waiting to, to, be, to let their light shine. Waiting, I don't know, for, for permission, waiting for it to be safe, waiting for, for it to be certain. It's not going to happen. And if we're waiting for safety and certainty, in order to be vulnerable, in order, because in that vulnerability, we are love. We are allowing ourselves to love and be loved. If we're waiting to be vulnerable, then we will live a life without love. The caterpillar was at first content living the life it knew until there was that something it says, I deserve more. I need more. There is more in me. 
There is a sky that is waiting for me to, to explore. There are horizons that are waiting to be seen. There, there, are, there is love that is waiting to be exchanged. There is kindness that is waiting to be shared. There are changes in our society that are waiting for us to rise up and for us to be different so it can be different. As I close here this morning, I want to invite you to take a moment to reflect on the areas of your life where, where maybe it feels risky. Maybe you've been holding a little tightly. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Is there any area where that is the, has been the mantra, waiting for someone to set you free. The caterpillar had to make its own cocoon. For us to be vulnerable, no one can do it for us. I wish, I wish, I, I wish they could. I wish someone could do it for me. <laughs> I wish I could do it for you. But for us to live our lives out loud, it's up to us to do the work. Self-awareness, being present in the moment, and practicing growth, looking at what's in front of us, not, not as a wall that is here to stop us, but it's in fact an opportunity to grow, to challenge ourselves, to step into a new life where we can soar like the butterfly. Let us embrace vulnerability and open ourselves up to all of the experiences that life has to offer. Let us live our lives fully, authentically, with hearts wide open. Peace and love, everyone. Namaste. We hope that you enjoyed this audio recording. For more information about our center, please visit our website at www.concordiacsl.com. You can also visit us online at our Facebook page or our YouTube channel by searching for Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. If you're in the area, come join us at one of our Sunday celebration services. We'd love to welcome you there. Namaste and blessings.